0: A That's Not Canon Productions podcast.
1: the cinema. I'm stacking the copies and I'm putting the sin in the cinema. burn the bad news, serving the slaughter. Death will take you. Life is a horror movie. It's just the cinema. I'm stacking the copies and I'm putting the sin in the cinema. burn the bad news, serving the slaughter. Death will take you slow.
0: To the Cinema Salon, it is I, Jean von Banyard, the Cinema Baron. And yes, this is episode number seven. Finally, it is here. Now, guess what movie we're doing? No cigar, because it's bloody obvious. We are doing David Finch's Seven, of course, we are. Now, I have a special friend. See her in the car there for those watching. Uh, joining me today from back in the day. Yes, Z is not dead. Z's head is not in a box. <laughs> she she's still, still strong and with us. And um, she's with us today because uh, I want to catch up. It's my birthday, haven't seen her in ages. I'm 45. I don't care. Um, (laughs) But it's been over a decade since we've seen each other. Um, When I first started putting this podcast together, I was talking about it with Z, just throwing out ideas. Um, I'm not even sure if you mentioned or even came up with Z or jumped um, seven or jumped at. Seven saying you want to do you, it. With
2: you. you mentioned it, and I immediately was like, if you do seven, it? I okay. want to talk about seven because that's an old school movie that I remember loving a very long time ago, and okay. I would be keen to dive back into it.
0: Absolutely. So it's just a big giant nostalgia trip catching up with an old friend on my birthday. Uh, <laughs> we go back to the 90s as well. We knew each other in the 90s um, leading on to the early 2000s, which was David Fincher's reign as well, which is one of my favorite directors. And of course, it's episode seven on the salon has got to be seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it and done just in a nutshell. we don't need to go into in-depth detail there. Uh, see, Zoe? <laughs> um, seven, yeah, what does it mean to you like, what's your history of it what are your memories of it why did you want to jump on this episode to talk about seven
2: seven i think well it's 1995 isn't it correct yeah so that's uh, it was one of those movies that i think looking back now i probably watched when i was too young to be watching that kind of stuff um but i went through a very heavy what is probably what is considered you know a thing these days but went through a very heavy crime obsession in my teens and my early 20s and seven was just one of those that that became one of those like classic crime movies that was just the twist in the end it was you know it was unlike a lot of the very generic you know there's generic themes through it but it stands on its own um and it's just it's a nostalgia it's nostalgia for me pretty purely and 90s Brad Pitt. There's that. That's a factor. It is a factor. I'm not going to pretend it's not. It is.
0: Yes, burgeoning Brad Pitt, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and this is um, through crime. Yes, crime. That's a very good way to put it because this, I I mean, like on Wikipedia, it says neo-noir. So new noir, and I think that's the yeah. perfect way to put it. Of course, there's horror elements of plenty through it. There is suspense, there is thriller. You put all yeah. that together and you set it somewhere in the 90s, somewhere in a city that is like a hellscape because it's always raining all the time and it's filled yeah. with criminals and scumbags and desperate. Desperate, bitter cops standing out in the rain drinking bad coffee. Um, (laughs) Throw in horror elements like uh, Dark City did. You can throw in science fiction elements like The Matrix did. Mm. But in terms of pure urban dread, despair, and underbelly of violence and corruption and just what the fuck is happening to the world, um, this one almost sums it up perfectly. This one almost sums it up perfectly, yeah.
3: Absolutely.
0: that was a big 90s thing i'm sure you would agree throwing some nine-inch nails some leather some pvc that was yeah, it was huge during yeah. the 90s yeah it was
2: grimy it was yeah grimy and grungy and that's yeah. a lot of a lot of what this this movie is
3: too for sure
0: absolutely um it wasn't mainstream but it was mainstream adjacent i mean you've got morgan yeah. freeman you've got brad pitt mm-hmm. uh you have gwyneth paltrow you have Kevin spacey
2: who was um, coming he was he had I can't remember, like I've said many times, you're far more the movie aficionado than I am, but he was, he came into Seven off a couple of really big films from there. It was heading into one of his peaks. Um, yeah, and that's one of the reasons, like they're saying, that's one of the reasons they left him off all advertising for the movie. Yes, um,
0: yes. So, um, you
2: know, yeah, it was a big, that was a big Kevin Spacey sort of time then too.
0: Absolutely. Um, he wasn't credited, no, in terms of yeah. the promotion, in terms of the build-up. Uh he wasn't even on the starting credits. So like no. for the people who and this was pre-internet, you could keep this sort of shit secret as yeah. well. So people did not know that Kevin Spacey was going to be the one. Um and he was also Kai's kind associate of at this point. He'd already done usual suspects. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, so it already it already fooled the world in a movie, succinctly and near perfectly with Brian Singer's Unusual Suspects pretty soon before this as well. So yeah. David Fincher doubled down and did it again to everyone, which was incredibly well done.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I was just saying, yeah, you know, it's mainstream adjacent because um, all this one, and one best screen, no, sorry, one best editing, yeah?
2: Yes, right.
0: Yeah, at the oscars but um uh it was snubbed i think the term is for everything else at the time okay. um and so was uh, other movies like usual suspects as well because these movies came out in quick succession but i understand why because yes it's um this is what's pretty much almost dominant in society but not quite because no one could admit that this type of Artwork, work this type of attitude, this type of culture is dominant like you know PVC goth true crime grimy grungy shit says <laughs> they like want everyone's into nine inch nails box box office, you know superstars at that point with closer, I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> <Come
3: on>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the 90s at this stage
0: yeah. 1995 I was yeah. 18 just to throw it out there as well, so I was crime <laughs> receptacle for <laughs> <Nice. laughs> this type of art yeah yeah um now it's david fincher of course everyone knows who david fincher is yes he did the game he did fight club girl the dragon tattoo back in the day he was a big commercial artist he did lots of music videos the music videos that he's done people will be very surprised um, because they're hugely famous but no one really talks about the fact that he did them uh, madonna's vogue is a iconic
3: yeah of
2: course yeah yeah
0: yeah huge yep. number. yeah um, and and really
2: varied. Very, yeah R- very varied as well like you've got madonna's vogue and then through to what nine inch nails and you know
3: it's yes fraud, yes fraud. that's what My, i'm looking for
0: yeah nine inch nails absolutely um he did george michael's freedom do you remember that
2: yes i do and i didn't know he did that <laughs> one out. Yes,
0: yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so like, um, he hasn't always been, let's delve deep into the darkness and depravity of society, no. you know what I mean? But um, his early music videos were short films among themselves, uh, mm. unto themselves, sorry, and always full of detail because he took his commercial skills where, commercial making skills where he could amplify details of a product and give you a lot of details about a product in 30 seconds flat and make it look flash as fuck yeah 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 now, yeah and now throw that attention to detail and put it into music video form we've got the music that's the emotive part and then make a short film out of that yeah, yeah. and you can see how those two elements came into making movies like seven and certainly in fight club which oh is yeah yes
3: absolutely
0: commercial music video uh, film ever. <laughs> anti yeah. Absolutely.
3: Ever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much, um, and he's moved into television now to bring it up to current times. Like Mindhunter it was pretty much the last uh, thing he did for television, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, where he sits down with Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and just sits in, someone sits in a room and they have a chat.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. you
0: can see his influence with like true detective season one yes of course.
3: Of yeah seven, yeah, you know,
2: think, true
0: yeah. Detective, yeah yeah. mills yeah. and somerset with mm-hmm. uh uh woody harrelson and matthew mcconaughey i forget the name of those characters it's been a while but you see what i mean
2: <laughs> i get i get what, what what you're pointing at there yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. i can yeah,
0: yeah. um and I'm really glad he did do this film seven. Um, and that he did have the opportunity to do it, that he found Andrew Kevin Walker's script. Uh seven's basically about him growing up in Queens, yeah. But Fincher gave him the idea to set it nowhere, sit it in a house gate, have it always raining. So it's a Seattle, New York, Queens thing. It's shot a lot in LA though, just because no, it's yeah. shot there uh yeah. predominantly. Um Andrew Kevin Walker, now he people will know him if they watch this type of cinema, Eight Millimetre with Nicolas Cage, which was about 1999. You've yeah. seen that back in the day?
2: I have seen that. I haven't seen that in a very long time, but I do know I've seen it, definitely.
0: It's, um, yeah, I watched it again last night and my God, I'm still trying to shake images from my head. <laughs> um, it is Nicholas Cage, a very young Joaquin Phoenix as well, yeah. like about 20 years old. Um, a disturbing as hell James Gandolfini, i.e. Tony Soprano. He, did <laughs> How yeah, he was? It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And for those that haven't seen it, not to go into detail because I will cover it on a further episode. Um, So Seven is about a serial killer who kills people based on the seven deadly sins, Dante's primarily, uh, or Thomas Aquinas, you know, but we'll get into that. But um, Mm -hmm. he decided that wasn't weird enough, so I'm going to go make a movie about pornographic snuff films in underground L.A. Why
3: not? Why wouldn't you?
0: And it still stands up really well. That's all I'll say about it this time. It does stand up really well. Okay, um, I think that's enough for the um, basic intro. You know, uh, for the basic info to introduce people to Seven who don't know it at all, because most people know this film, who listen to this podcast and like yeah, stuff oh, I like would. It. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, let's go into the plot breakdown now. As we do here with the Cinema Salon, any thoughts that you want to mark out to, anything that's brought up, any plot points, anything you remember from your own, um, you know, uh, looking into things or from your own memory in the past? Uh, just, mm-hmm. uh, just mark out, call out and stop and go for it, okay? Yes, yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay, cool.
3: I'm ready, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> All right, All right. so it stops us. In- and out- and- 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 and. In an unidentif- <laughs> unidentified, that's a good start. City of Constant rain and Urban Decay, Detective William Somerset, Morgan Freeman, is preparing to retire and leave the Horace City. Before he retires, he has partnered with Detective David Mills. Brad. Pitt-
2: now, just the, so the, even that little bit right there, right? It's the the classic cliche of the cop about to retire, partnered up with the new young dude. Like that's become a very standard trope in crime film, you know, thrillers, crime movies, you know, that novels, That that's a real, but I'm just thinking back, I don't know now, but back in 1995, was that a really a mainstream sort of, how mainstream was that
0: have you um i'm not the expert on these sort of things because i never grew no. up I, I didn't grow up watching buddy cop movies <laughs> but you <laughs> can kind of see this as a really dark twisted <laughs> yeah. buddy cop movie as well just like yeah. lethal weapons like in the hell this,
2: i just like the fact that underneath it all there is like this cliched mainstream
3: yeah,
2: thread that is incredibly common. You know, aside from what the rest of the the movie is, yeah, it, the thread down the middle is this very, I don't know, easy, well known, well practiced thread of of the buddy cop thing and the retiring, the retiring old man with the new young partner. It's yeah.
0: Very clever, actually, because it pulls in a general audience, as well as people like the darker side of cinema, but also people who uh, are like um, stereotypical uh, crime films, you know what I mean. Um, Certainly with the cast as well. uh, People, we're not red, people were set up. Uh, to be shocked. They didn't really know what they were coming into. You could easily say, oh, I'm going to go see a little no. thriller. Oh, no.
3: Because
0: yeah. Morgan Freeman just yeah. came off Shawshank Redemption. Yeah? He was, yeah, what year was
3: that? What year was Shawshank? Um, I just,
0: I assume 1994, not 1993 because this is 95, because he went from Shawshank to this film.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so he was the voice of the world. He was the everyone's favorite narrator you know what I mean. everyone's favorite <laughs> uncle he is
2: grandpa. still a lot of everyone's favorite narrator who doesn't want morgan freeman yeah. to just write it to them Like generally
0: to this to this day to this day yeah absolutely yeah. um and morgan is freeman at, uh, yeah okay morgan freeman and brad pitt together um you're more of a brad pitt fan than you look better there with that life that's excellent uh morgan freeman um I think is, like, excellent in this film.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I would 100% agree with that. Um,
0: I don't think he's the most diverse actor in the world, but when he has good writing behind him, he is. He pays a lot of attention to detail as an actor and as the character Somerset does in this film as well. And there was this just this nice syncing up of his acting approach and what was required for the character that it worked really well. Brad Pitt, it took me a while to warn to his character and to Brad Pitt acting in this film as it goes on. But by the end of it, to the end, well, we won't get there yet, but uh, to (laughs) the the climax, it's like, okay, you know, this is really good work. You've done really well and paid attention to detail to get here as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because Um,
2: they don't, don't, there's no real overt attempt either to make Brad Pitt's character likable. Like it's not, he's, just a bit of a dick through the whole thing, but when it comes to the end and you're sort of surprised, um, you would think there'd be more, you know, you the the assumption, but maybe that would make you predict what was going to happen more if they had made him more like or made you empathise or, you know, to relate to him more. It wouldn't be as shocking, you know, when, when what happens happens because,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. get there but i reckon that (laughs) in ways that he has the he um he's the most moral character out of all of this you know what i mean because he is the one who with the most agency is actually trying to help people because you think about somerset's wanting to leave because he's reached a state of apathy yeah he's given up on people he's given up on the city yeah and then, what's what spurs uh, John Doe's whole, you know, murder art rampage with the seven Ooh. deadly sins is because of people's apathy to, or people's just, uh they're, they're just the easy way; they just give into sin, yeah. Yeah. They don't fight against sin, yeah. Um, yeah. And Brad Pitt's the one in the middle. No, let's let's do something. Let's get out there and do yeah. something. Even if it's a blustering it's like a, like a dumb dog. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, an adorable yeah, and dog. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, it just that, I mean?
2: um yeah, is it is that side? And he is Morgan Freeman is sort of the the likable one as such, but the 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 sort of the opposites of each where. Mills is the the moral character, but he's he's a, he's a bit of a dick. He's a bit of a dick the whole yeah. way through. And then yeah. you've got the, you know, the old jaded cop who is intensely and ins- you know far more likable, but doesn't yeah. have the morality. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, yes. No one's no one's clear cut or cookie cutter. No. mighty cookie cutter characters have been written in the script, which is really good. Like, well. Ah, uh, okay. We'll get we'll get there. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that needs to be said in the introduction? Oh, no. and right, we'll go there. We'll go there mm. since we're already here. Because the one thing that pulls this film stops this film being near perfection for me, yeah, uh, is Gwyneth Paltrow's character Tracy. I don't think it's very well written. I don't think it's well f- formed or filled out. And I'm not going to, so at first I thought it was Gwyneth Paltrow as acting, but I think it's more the case she's got nothing to work with, that they needed a love interest, they needed they don't. They
2: don't give her a lot. There isn't a lot, a lot no. to work with. They don't, you don't really, apart from her brief sort of interaction with Somerset, there's not yeah. There's not really a lot more to her. She's yeah. kind of, the the most that you relate to her, I suppose, is through Mills um yeah instead of her independently as a character it's through through his character that you yeah
0: yeah yeah what you
2: mean
0: yeah 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 and that and that restaurant scene where she uh tells Somerset that she's pregnant but she hasn't told Mills Brad Pitt yet, the husband uh because the city that they moved to is absolutely horrible. She doesn't want to raise a child here. I think that's just to give more weight to the fact that um mills admits sorry somerset admits to her that he basically talked one of his ex-partners into having an abortion because he didn't want to have a child in the city he didn't want to be responsible for it so it puts him more into that state of absolute apathy
3: yeah
0: arguably makes him more sinful looking yeah? yeah Just on opposite scale of job the opposite scale of job. John. The scale of John
2: it weighs, it. It weighs too on the uh, the morality scale as well. You know, yeah, to, yeah. But with the the apathy that he's saying, it adds that same weight to yeah the yeah. morality side. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Definitely. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Somerset and Mills—they have been paired together to stop a bunch of horrific. Murders from uh, happening, they are investigating them, and they're investigating them. their buddy together. Somerset offers to take Mills out for a drink so they can talk and get to know each other. But Mills is too eager to get right to work, and is unimpressed with Somerset's, Somerset's attempt to mentor him. Um, Somerset does not uh, respect Mills to begin with. It's like, who is this young pup? Who is was this teenage <laughs> rookie. It's like, just calm down. Let's go deeply, mm-hmm. deep discuss what's happening here. Um, and Mills isn't having a part of it because he's very cocky and arrogant at the start. Oh, I spent, you know, somewhere in Cleveland, Connecticut, whatever. I've
3: been
2: a homicide cop. I haven't been walking around doing parking tickets like I'm a proper police officer.
0: I dealt with a head and run two years ago. Come (laughs) on now, I can (laughs) deal with this. (laughs) And, uh, Mills, Somerset is just looking at him like you've got no idea what what city you
3: can choose. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Now the first um the first murder, because this is the seven deadly sins. So basically yeah. you've got Mills and Somerset, Brad Pitt, and Morgan Freeman, they've been paired together to deal with uh someone who is committing murders based on the seven deadly sins. They don't know this at first, but it becomes quite obvious, uh, certainly for the viewer, because uh, you have sloth written on the wall of a morbidly obese man's house. This was played by Bob Mack, who has been fed spaghetti until his... Gluttony, gluttony. <laughs> uh, sorry, my apologies. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. <laughs> it's all right. Gluttony,
0: gluttony, yeah. of course. Uh, spaghetti until the kick in his stomach burst and open. It's basically force-fed to death, tied to a chair and a table and his horrible, horrible shithole of, of eye-opening.
2: And you don't, and it's not immediately clear at first because this is I suppose it's not a gripe, I suppose it is kind of a gripe, but um it's very convenient probably for the audience. Um the name of the sin is always written on the wall, you know, of whatever one it is. Um and at first with gluttony, they don't discover that writing until later, until they've right, already discovered right. the second one. Um, and then from there, it's very clear. It's always very easily labeled, and you can see it as you go into it. So there's no thinking for the audience, oh, so what, what sin is this, or whatever. It's labeled, it's labelled it, told what it is.
0: Is there no thinking because the movie is called, I forget the promotional material in 1995. Yeah,
2: that's no, I do But I suppose you can, yeah. The, and the movie is called Seven, and it yeah. is, yeah. you know, you know what you're getting into. Right. Um, but
0: that's so, all, the, yeah. That's um yeah okay so gluttony Mm
3: -hmm.
0: now gould was forced to car sorry don't jump ahead here apologies
2: and a spaghetti
0: A spaghetti yes what did you think (laughs) so what what do you think let's let's, we'll definitely go through the because the production design uh that means the art department How these the mise-en-scene how the sins were presented on the screen yeah. are quite phenomenal stand up wonderfully to this day you know it is they are dark works about 100 mm. what did you think of gluttony
2: i remember as soon as you said seven as soon as we sort of were talking about it gluttony is the one that sticks in my mind like it's the one that i immediately remembered off the top of my head without even sort of thinking about it which means re-watching the movie was quite strange because I don't think it was even the best one or even my my favorite one if you want to go that direction. But it's the one that stuck with me. It's the one that I like the dude leaning over the table with his face in a bowl of spaghetti. Like that is an un that is a memorable, a very memorable picture, you know, of this giant, giant man with his face in a bowl of spaghetti. That's um that's quite a visual, that's quite a, a visual presentation there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and this was enhanced through things like Mills looking underneath the table for the bucket of vomit, uh,
3: yeah. and then yeah.
0: reacting violently to that. Do you remember the coroner who comes over the top and he's like sweating and pockmarked, yeah. and he's just basically yeah. lying on the guy's stomach taking samples? Uh, okay. <laughs>
2: gross. Every and there's everything about everything about that that murder the presentation that every yeah and even down to the the coroner and that is g- gross it's made to it's made to make you feel yuck you know it is yeah it's every part of it is points you straight in that direction there's no there's no getting around it
0: and we're like 20 minutes into the movie maximum.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> there's no,
3: right. there's no settling right. in. So, Hello. No character is.
0: expositions and stuff. It's like, I'm here. You're a young dick. Let's go check this out. Fat guy force fear to death. This is fucking disgusting. Yeah.
2: And I like, I like the way too. Like it. He was. He actually properly ate to death. Like you know the way that they describe that like his death yeah. and the test results and things. He ate himself to death. You know, it was. There's, there's a few directions you could probably go with, with that in particular, but that has to be the most straight to the point, gruesome way yeah. to to have a death of gluttony. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, like the stomach distended and burst within him, yeah. that sort of thing. It wasn't like Monty Python, oh, I want just have another little hors d'oeuvre yeah. and then I'll explode yeah. all over the restaurant or anything like that. You know what I mean? No. Um, and it wasn't know. and it
2: wasn't subtle. It wasn't subtle either. It wasn't like, okay, you've got a really incredibly morbidly obese man who, you know, over over a long term, you know, this has, has happened and these are the results or whatever at the end of his death from just the you know the sides of his heart or whatever. You've got he his stomach has literally ruptured from yeah. eating continuously. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um Further character development at this point is uh, that uh, Mills is talking, telling little anecdotes, trying to crack jokes and stuff. And then Somerset, in the most professional way possible, tells him to shut the fuck up. And then he basically gets (laughs) him to leave the room, (laughs) leave the scene. Yeah. Um, And also, uh, I'm not sure if it's within the actual crime scene or afterwards, uh, where Somerset is relaying it to the chief of police, the details, but he talks about receipts yeah different dates of the receipts. So John Doe actually went away and came back to do shopping. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, halfway through his work went away to do shopping and came back. So he's methodical. He puts work into this. This isn't just come in and come out quick. No one will see me. He knows he's not going to get caught at this point. Yeah. He set this up for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. The beginning of forming that idea in the audience's mind okay
3: and the character too
2: that they point out is probably was a, a recluse and who didn't leave his home anyway you know that that well yeah. picked out yeah. victim too, of someone who's yes. not going to try and to do anything yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah and you get the idea of his obesity as well because in the morgue as well I mean, you see him up on the trestle yeah yeah, yeah just this big cold brain whale of a man
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, Okay. now Somerset uh, continues his investigation. He tries to get out of it, but the the chief of police there. Um, Now, let me just jump to who plays this character here as well, because this is a very famous actor. Give me a moment. (laughs) It is going to IMDb here for it. He was in um Full Metal Jacket. Oh the
2: yes, yeah. sergeant,
0: the drill sergeant.
2: Oh oh um. Shit, I can't think. Here we I know, are, here
3: exactly,
0: we are. I know exactly uh, what you mean. Ali Ermi. Uh, yeah, that's the way you pronounce it. Ali Ermi right. from uh, yes. He, uh, rest in peace uh, to him as well because he passed away recently.
3: Uh oh, wow. But he,
0: yeah. yeah. But you've seen Full Metal Jacket. You remember him from Full Metal Jacket, yeah? Yeah,
3: yeah absolutely.
0: Classic, classic character.
3: Yeah.
0: Fantastic performance in that movie. Uh, but yeah, he says to uh "Said no, you're not getting out away from this. We need you on this. You're the only one who can deal with this. Like um, you're probably the only one who reads books left. <laughs> <In> this priest. <precinct. laughs> yeah, yeah. You think Mills here is going to do it? No." Um, and, but Mills the whole time is going, I can do it. I've got experience. Oh
2: yeah, he, He's, he's gunning for it. He's gunning for it the whole
0: time.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Investigates the middle. Well, Mills is given the murder case. He is given the murder case of prominent defense attorney, uh, Eli Gould. Now they don't realize this is enough. This is part two, this is the number no. two yet at this stage. That's why Mills hasn't, yeah. Um, but as a defense attorney, um, evil lawyer, you know, defending some of the worst murderers, rapists, pederasts, and there is in this hellscape of oh, the city. Uh played by Gene Borkin. Uh now, with greed written in Gold's blood on the floor. You see this straight away because you do see um I forget how Somerset finds the there's bits of plastic that's right, there were bits of plastic. The
2: plastic the in the man's stomach.
0: And the man's stomach, yeah. yeah. And this is what inspires Somerset because his curiosity. The curiosity yeah,
2: he the can't page. He, he, he abuses um, over it.
0: Yeah, yeah <coughs> he can't help himself. He goes back to the uh, glossary crime scene. He finds the scrapings on the floor, pulls the yeah. fridge Moves away. the
2: fridge finds it behind.
0: Which I think was out from the uh, obese man's uh, feces, fecal matter. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's the only scene too where you don't, in the at least in the first five, where the um yes. the name of the yeah. thing is, is not immediately obvious. It's the yes. only one where it's hidden. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is interesting actually, because John, you, when, once you see the pattern of discovery, how things are set up to be discovered, you see that John Doe wants these things to be discovered. Certainly, when you get to the yeah. end and you realise his master plan. But this one um you don't you're not really told how they come to the house of mr gluttony are you because no all no they it,
2: sort of like just go straight into it they're walking onto it they walk into yes. the scene That's That's done. Which is,
0: yeah i won't nitpick at that because that also gets past boring ass exposition
2: yeah exactly i mean yeah it's a perfect it's a perfect way i mean you don't need to explain it The homicide detectives it's what they do you don't really need some big wind up to it you may as well just walk straight into it because that's it's just another day another case as far as they're concerned
0: yeah and maybe john doe if you remember later on where he goes i know you maybe that was towards somerset at that point not mills uh, i don't know
2: if he was intending for gluttony to be discovered first um not having that word written there so obvious initially would also buy him time to continue his plan before they discover what's going on you know he would need time you know time to to get ahead essentially to keep to, to stay those few steps ahead um so making them work for that or to find that would be an easy way to to stay ahead you know and to' that is true keep yeah. going in the path and in the path in the direction that he wanted them to you know
0: and also to make sure that it is uh someone is on the case of somerset's caliber yeah as well yeah yeah, yeah. because yeah because the rest aren't easy to sort out you know what i mean these are proper high class high level detectives. Uh, Somerset certainly, even um, Mills in his own way. He proves his worth as things go on. Yes, he does prove his worth. Um, now, Gould, the evil lawyer, Great Britain, and uh, blood on the floor. Now, he had carved a pound of flesh off of his body and subsequently bleed to death. So, the biblical references are starting to come in. We're beginning to get an idea of how literary this Joe, John Doe killer actually is. And mm-hmm. they have not clued on that as the seven deadly sins yet. No. Um, the police captain gives Somerset evidence container with Yeah, Okay, we've just done that. Yeah. And this is where, yeah, he goes back to the house of gluttony and, and finds, gluttony. yeah, and finds marking of gluttony. After. And then connects the two of them
2: together. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, here we go. Um, Somerset looks behind the fridge. He finds the uh, word "gluttony" written behind the fridge in Greece. Well, there you go. It's apparently Greece. Along with a note containing a quote from Milton's Paradise Lost. Yes. Somerset theorises that a serial killer is basing his crime on the seven deadly sins with five more to go, actually. And then when the...
2: That's when Somerset leaves. That's when he says, he's like, this is only the beginning. I'm out. Like, I'm out. I don't want to be at the beginning of another fucking serial killer i'm done i'm out give it to him i'm gone
0: yeah Yeah. but then when he discovers that oh this killer reads paradise lost oh it's a biblical quote well this is sparking my intellect i think i might stick around
3: yeah
0: Mm, which actually makes me think like the killer did know somerset and this would make him want to stay. I don't know,
2: wildly theorizing wildly Well, theorizing. and that that's another this is another point too where um the details, the details become very important and you yeah. begin to realise just how and he's telling Mills, you know, the details you've got to look, you've got to find that one detail and it's that one detail that will uncover everything else. And in this case, that's the um the widow um recognizing that the painting's upside down in the office. And that's how they uncover the next, the next step. You know, there's always, yeah. there's always a the detail. You know, there's in everyone, there's just that little detail that then leads you to the next. It's very well crafted to make sure that things are uncovered or done in a certain way. You know, in a certain direction. Of you know, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Both Fincher and Walker, the writer, they know their true crime very well. Yeah. They've both studied a bit of true crime from back in the day. Because yes, true crime began. Before Netflix documentaries. So <laughs> <This whole obsession. laughs> exactly,
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, yes, go back and have a look at uh, Lizzie Borden and society's obsession with Lizzie Borden back in yeah. the uh, Victorian times. Yeah. And I dare say even before that. Absolutely.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, where are we up to? Where are we up to? We're up to carving pound of flesh, yeah. and we're up to Somerset. To figure out yes, that it the, the, This is all about the seven deadly sins, so and there are five more to go. Now, this is when things cool down for a bit. Tracy decides to invite Somerset, who and M- Mills.
2: That's right. Who's this a little, this bit, a bit. This is where the sort of the filler kind of comes into it a little bit, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, just to set the scene, Tracy invites Somerset uh, to dinner with hubby Mills, David Mills, Brad Pitt, um, to their new apartment in this horrible city, so they can get to know each other. So David feels more comfortable with the job. Yeah, the same vibrates in, the entire
2: house, and the train, it, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. so there's yeah.
0: moments of light comic relief as well. As yeah. uh, Somerset goes, yes, a uh, lovely warm intimate vibrating home yes and then they crack up and that's when actually david uh, mills and somerset actually start getting along and they start talking about the case together in earnest yeah. as well so it serves a purpose yeah it yeah, does because
2: yeah, i suppose after that sort of after the dinner and they're um, going over the files um that's when they start to uncover and i think that's when they start um talking about the um Books and in the library and that sort of becomes a bit of a key into it after that that meal and that discussion and that sort of bonding time I suppose you'd call it that yeah. starts to, yeah,
0: um, and there's wonderful little character dynamic moments my favourite uh, little bit of this whole dinner thing I don't know if you notice where. Bills goes to Somerset. Would you like a beer? Somerset, of course, asks for wine. Bills yeah. comes back and a tall lemonade tumbler glass of a red
3: wine. <laughs> yeah, but wine. Somerset, yeah.
0: Yeah, Somerset is so engrossed in this work that he doesn't actually take it without looking at it, puts it down. Yeah. House starts to shake later on, picks up and the glass, up. and he looks at it <laughs> going, What have you given me? <laughs> 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 what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just little moments of character, you know, development, and, uh, like that. Yeah. Emotions like that. It's really good. Okay. So yeah, basically they you know, start getting along with each other, start working on the case, in more earnest.
2: So if we're right, if we're going through yeah. two, if we're going through like rating, like, greed is probably my least, yes. my okay. least yeah. favorite. Yeah. 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 It's the least interesting. Yeah. We'll decide
0: on our favourite at the end. We will state our favourite at the end. The one we find the most effective. Uh, But greed is one of the least effective. Yes, it's not in
3: competition.
0: Gluttony is, yeah, gluttony. Yeah, gluttony is very
2: effective.
0: Certainly to start off the running, to start the competition off Mm. with gluttony. It's just, well, that's starting strong. <laughs> that's straight out Absolutely. of the gate. This is
2: and crazy. I think I think there's a reason. Like I say, I think there's a reason that when immediate when I think of seven, I I think of gluttony. That's immediately what comes to mind. And I think that's drawing drawing the audience in, and it works yeah. really, really well.
0: Yeah, it really, really did. Um, and you are correct. Um, in your sequencing there, yes, they go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk to the wife of the lawyer. Painting is upside down.
3: mm-hmm
0: uh and brushing powder on the wall behind the painting you know those detective fbi powders blah blah, blah <laughs> forensic powders uh they find fingerprints outlining the words help me help me which is mm. very interesting at this stage yes yeah. uh because already at this stage it's well this guy doesn't need help he doesn't want to be stopped you know what i mean look at these two yeah. murders that he's already done anyway carrying on after running the fingerprints through afis uh, database nineties terminology, yeah. um It just takes. Three which days.
2: always miraculously, <coughs> sorry. Which always miraculously would happen on TVs and TV and in the movies, and would happen like in a few hours, you know, a day. When you know, in reality, that shit can take like three weeks to to filter through that system. That always, that's always just something that always would make me laugh a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, that is true. even back then, they did say three. What did they say? Three days. De- this could take up to three days for this one. Um, but what you get here is just sort a of chance for a little more comic relief as they're running the fingerprints mm-hmm. because they are sitting on the couch at this point outside, mm-hmm. yeah, of the AFIS yeah. building, whatever office. Um, and they start and Mills falls falls asleep as well, <laughs> yeah. again, like the dog metaphor. Um
3: yeah.
0: and I I am pointed with the dog metaphor yeah. for Mills as well, because at the dinner scene, first thing that Mills does when he comes home before kissing his wife is goes and says hello dogs. to his dogs. And how are the kids yeah. as he calls them? Yeah. I don't know if you know you this uh that is he? being a Brad Pitt fan. Those are his dogs or were his oh, dogs.
2: Oh didn't! That's pretty cool. Yes.
0: They were all his dogs. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Cool. So too, so at that point he's sleeping on that couch there. Um <clears throat> Something that I had forgotten about the first time around that I noticed this time is oh <clears throat> the movie starts. There's days of the week interspersed through the movie. So the movie yes. starts on a Monday. Yes. And I yeah. think by this time, by the time they've he's fallen asleep, it's what it's Thursday, I think, Wednesday or Thursday.
0: Um, what are we up to? There's been two murders. Um, I'm not sure if it goes, I can't remember if it goes sequentially. It
2: Sunday, yeah, but well, close it, it does, well, no, it does. It does finish on Sunday. but it, it's does, not, okay. it does finish on a Sunday. So it's the seven days of the week as well. Yeah, but okay, it's determined. There's no, it doesn't at any point show whether it's over the course of one week. It could be over the course of a couple of weeks or three. Who would know? Sure, it, so sure. All it says is just the day of the week. Um, but it does no. all seven days. All seven days are featured and it starts on Monday and finishes on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Um, no, you are correct there. You are correct now um, that it is seven days and it is over one week as well, It just is. to specify, because at the start, he says he's retiring in seven days.
3: Right, there you go.
0: And just to add to the, the strangeness or the significance of Seven in relation to Seven, Seven was the seventh high grossest, highest grossing film of 1995
2: wow
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um it grossed over 327 million <laughs> worldwide uh and its budget was around 30 here we are 33 million right so it made its money back yes. yeah, yeah yeah wow uh but, but 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 as well reviewed by critics even um what's his name roger ebert uh he really liked it and he didn't like much back in the day <laughs> anything else i want to mention there uh does take place in los angeles a lot of the time hence why you're able to have the ending in the sun Right. Uh, which i'll get to that which is a very interesting choice that was uh filmed in sunlight when the rest of it's filmed in horrible cold miserable gray rain yeah and
2: not just any sunlight bright like open yeah.
0: yeah 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 Yeah. it's it's a it's a whole flip of expectations and uh representation symbolism even absolutely okay but let's not uh let's not get too sidetracked here now uh fingerprints blah 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 sorry what was that
2: fingerprints
0: fingerprints yes yes they find who the fingerprints are and this is where we meet our SWAT team with dicks now (laughs) I believe you are a If my memory serves. Well, apologies if I'm wrong. You are a uh, scrubs fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was was for a while back there. Geez, that's another thing I haven't watched in a very long time.
0: Now, do you remember who is shouting out uh, Dex, the swat guy, the leader of the SWAT team. Who just brought energy at like 5 million percent (laughs) throughout that thing?
3: Who? Who is it?
0: Okay, one moment to bring up. Uh, It's the janitor from Scrubs. Is it really? Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Holy Uh, shit, I completely missed it. Wow. I'm going to have to go back and find that bit just now. That's hilarious.
0: Be with me, be with me, be with me. And this is why you need producers on podcasts. Just getting through his picture. Cast and crew. Yeah, the sarcastic guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: why it's all ready to go. This one's
0: it's all ready to go. Uh, I'll point him out that one, I'll point him out that mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, 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 I remember him, and uh, you know who I mean, but he was the middle yeah, of the I know, I mean, it, it was just all yeah. gun-ho, let's get him, let's get him. This is our big yeah. opportunity to kill someone, effectively.
1: Just going back to where we were.
2: And when they, I think when they identify those fingerprints too, they're thinking that this guy is the killer because he has a, a pretty intense rap sheet, from what I can yes, remember. Yes, he does. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Um, not spoil, but he's a, known as a junkie panorast as well, so he's done all the crimes that junkies have to do to, you know, their habit. Yeah. Uh, so it has been uh, burglaries, robberies, armed assaults, etc., etc. Yeah. cetera.
3: Um,
0: and the pedophile named Victor, Michael Reed McKay. Now this guy, this actor that they found to play, Michael Reed McKay, he was 95 pounds.
2: I know, I I was reading that the other day. They were looking, yeah, looking for a very specific, like, frame of someone. And yeah, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is uh, absolutely crazy. now and the trivia as well. We'll get into him as well, but he went to crazy, at uh, a crazy extent to make, to look like he did and act like he did as well. It's like, buddy, yeah. you're already ninety five pounds. Just hyperventilate, job's done. So mm-hmm. they still hyperventilate makeup. <laughs> That's all you need to do. You're ninety five pounds. It's already shocking. Yeah, well, and I think
2: I think one of the articles or something I was reading too is the someone asked him if he could maybe drop one or two more pounds, and he was like, no, absolutely not. Which is Pretty fair at 95 pounds. It's like, yeah. no way. No, it's thank not
0: you. The, this isn't Joaquin Joke, Joaquin jo- 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 Phoenix's Joker. You know, not the
2: machinist, like, let's
0: Um John C. McGinley is California SWAT team leader. That was six. <laughs> Which, and if you don't know the uh, listeners' viewers i'm yelling at dicks because they have private detectives yeah not just that the guy wants dicks <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs>
0: nothing like that um does it say who you know it does say in trivia i'll we'll get to the uh, i'll get to the um the junkie in the trivia uh,
3: yeah.
0: his details later on but yes sir uh, named uh, Victor michael will McKay uh he's escaped conviction for the rape of a minor due to the efforts of his lawyer, Eli Gould, the greed victim. There's connection SWAT yeah. and the detectives raid his apartment of five victim to be, to be the sloth victim. Yeah. yeah. Is this the one with feces?
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's
0: maybe feces on
2: the wall. Yes, because he's all he's all hooked up. He's all hooked yeah. up to everything. Yes, yeah, so and that one makes sense. Um, and it's Mills, this is like yeah. this is the one the like one jump scare and the this this sort of yeah. it's,
3: oh,
0: it's the one
2: it sort of, yeah
0: do you know the jump scare do you know the trivia of the jump scare
2: what's the trivia for the jump scare
0: okay um they didn't tell dicks of the SWAT team that uh that he was going to cough
3: oh shit fuck
2: so
0: that
3: the, yeah
0: so, so the reaction to his <laughs> coughing is real
2: <laughs> cuz he that, that's a that's a Frightening looking yes. person right there. That oh, is, absolutely. It's, yeah. No one wants to even see that kind of situation, let alone be coughed on by that kind. That it's the
0: wraith of a human. It's undead, desiccated. You basically go, just blow yeah. on him and it'll just blow into yeah. dust into
2: the wind. And, yeah. and then afterwards, too, after they sent him to hospital, the doctor says, you know, he's never seen someone who has been through so much trauma and has been through that you know and they do they and said to him straight you know he's not he's not going to live like this is not you know augusta i think the guy the doctor actually says like a slight breeze of air will like no that if you shine a light in his eyes right yes, now yeah, he will die. He yeah, yeah he'll go yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. At him. so you know this is not going to happen yeah and
0: um and again shout out to the people are uh, the production design of this movie because that's all believable you can, that's yeah. totally legitimate.
2: Oh, that's one hundred percent believable. Like that, yeah. Don't
0: question. You don't question that that could happen.
2: No, yeah. and the right. um the photos and that is a nice touch too to see. Yeah, again, it's another one like the long game, like the the length of time and the precision yeah. and the meticulousness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, and I believe it's about a year as well it's, it's
2: a year exactly it's a year exactly. it
0: taking uh, Mills finds the stool samples the spit samples urine samples the
2: whole lot
0: yeah and i loved i love beautiful bit of art department where they had the, the everglade christmas trees the air freshness and the shape of christmas trees yeah. hanging from the roof
3: yeah
0: so when they walk in they're, they're really, well really disoriented what the hell is happening in here yeah, yeah.
2: they're really well done
0: yeah um that's up there for one of that's in competition for the best uh sin set up, it's sin yeah, yeah it's that's
2: really good
0: it is really well done okay uh so remarkably he is still alive though because he is coughing and he does wake up and they are freaking out. oh my god he's still alive he's still alive dicks are cold and they can take him <laughs> to the hospital um suffering from physical and mental de- deterioration his a hand was cut off and pushed onto the wall behind the painting. To that's
2: leave. The right, print. he removed his hand. Of course,
0: that's I forgot about that. That's crazy.
2: So is wow.
0: there?
2: I don't remember exactly. There's the implication, like the the doctor. Wow. Said, you know, he's he's been through all this trauma. You'd shine a flashlight at him, and his eyes near die of shock. Like you know, he's really fragile. He's been through more trauma than I've ever seen with anyone, but there's never any um is there any, any announcement that he has died at any point or is it just implied that that's it's an inevitable fact no
0: no i'm assuming I don't,
2: think, I don't think they do i don't think they ever actually stress straight up say he has died i think it's just implied that it's definitely going like happening got okay. it
0: yeah and that it's going to happen because for the grand scheme to be played out the master plan there needs to be seven deaths
2: yeah
0: it does need so, to be yeah, seven yeah. deaths yeah well
2: so it's just it's assumed that that has happened
0: but i don't yes. think no, I, I can't remember a good point yeah oh. i can't remember yeah uh ba, 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 ba. now mills and somerset asked to interrogate victor in the hospital but the doctor says that he's chewed off his own tongue
3: Oh, that's right. Oh, that's uh,
0: right. Yeah. His brain is mushed from the ordeal. Not yeah. a reliable, reliable source of information. Now, later that day, you had to contact the FBI. Um, there's all sorts of corruption being hinted at with the police here. Yes, that <laughs> journalists, photographers buy yeah. um, information from the police of where they're going to be at certain points in regards to the case so they can get those. Good photos for the paper because this was a story yeah. about newspapers. Yeah. Um, and also, um, the police would also go to less than reputable characters to uh, to
3: get information
0: to improve investigations because there were people who do less than reputable things to find out information about people. You know, it's all me cuts for in this horrible hellscape in this game we call crime. We call it cops and robbers. Um, now, later that day, using a contact to the FBI, Somerset gets a library list of people who have borrowed books related to the seven deadly sins.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, now, I want, before we carry on, I did want to point out, because you did touch on it earlier, to help out Mills Somerset before he really becomes a in the case and goes, yeah, okay, I'm in, I'll help you. Uh, he goes to the, the public library. They put on, uh, I think it's Brahms, if I'm not mistaken. And they've put up the cultured classical music while all the guards playing poker and then you see some said who's doing the study looking through the books you know going hey gentlemen how could you not you know uh, play yeah, yeah. you play poker? Blah, 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 blah. all and
2: knowledge thing. and you're playing yeah. poker yeah
0: um I really like this scene it's very David Fincher how you can take a potentially boring art scene and just make it Wonderful because it's about detail and information and yeah. how that develop and builds up a character. He's very good mm-hmm. at doing that. If you think about Fight Club um, with uh, what's his name? I forget. Uh, it doesn't, of course, it's not actually land anymore. Fight Club with um, Edward Norton's character, you I find out it. a bit. Of it. You find out about his character at the start through advertisements, IKEA ads. Yes. Yeah? yeah. It's the same yeah. sort of approach. The
3: catalog,
2: uh-huh. the IKEA catalogue, and yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's that commercial the go make commercials now making feature films. Yeah. But yeah. it works really well because no one can do it like um fiction yeah. can. Yeah. So I wanted to point out that scene. The library scene's fantastic.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um now uh so yes. Uh John knows reading all of the nineties serial the classics, Canterbury Tales, Dante's. Uh what's it called again? Fucking not seven did this. Uh the Divine Comedy, thank you.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, There's Thomas Aquinas in there, because he's the guy who, you know, came up with the idea of the seven deadly sins. he listed them with the seven carnival virtues. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Chaucer was a big part of that as well, etc, etc. And there was a lot of, uh, this was definitely a 90s trope, if you will, of serial killers being very well read and literary. Yes, yes,
2: Yes. (laughs) very much, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this sort of is the same. Same sort of time as like your your Hannibal Lecter kind of situation, you know, the okay. the intelligent, well read, literary, yeah,
0: very much yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't making a murderer character <laughs> style <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got that no. like that. Um it played itself out a little bit after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Definitely, yeah. definitely okay.
0: got tired.
3: To the yeah. point, I don't
0: know if you've ever seen Alien Revenant, where uh what's his name? Matt uh Music. Alien Revenant. Have you seen Alien Revenant?
3: No.
0: It's not a the film. Say what you want there, business, viewers. But it has uh what's his name in it? Uh, who's really quite famous, Michael Fassbender.
3: Uh, oh, all right. right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now
0: he plays uh basically bad guy. He plays basically a 90 serial killer villain and starts quoting Nietzsche in space.
3: Do like, <laughs> you remember how
0: popular Nietzsche was with Serial Killers in the movie? Oh, so,
3: yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: It's laughable now when you think about it. Yeah. But they tried to bring that back in the 2010s, yeah? And it was like, yeah. no, no, no. This, this, it's, it's, got, it's,
2: it's Let it die. Just let it is die. It, is yeah. it, is <laughs> it
0: space? <laughs> you know, yeah. let it die. It was ridiculous. Yeah um it
2: worked worked in this instance too it sort of it fit the it fit the the general vibe the the whole and it wasn't and i think very crucially it wasn't overplayed at that stage yet
0: there were points in the 90s where it was presented very artistically, professionally, the whole idea of your very literary, very intelligent killer with the idea of murder art as a concept, as an artistic concept as well. I don't know if you remember uh, David Bowie's Outside with Nathan Adler. If you read that booklet, that was all a murder art saga. There was also uh, Future Sound of London with Dead Cities, which was about someone who was collecting the um, dust of humans because um he wanted to recreate victims out of the dead dust of humans because that was their previous selves and all this sort of you know course, of course of course of course so there was so it was done really well at the point but with all things things get played out and you have to yeah. them up with something else of course okay now where are we up to where are we up to
2: the library. Yeah, um yeah, the
0: library, that's what I went off about. So library so yeah,
2: oh, so that's the uh the FBI yeah. in the
0: FBI found John Doe's yeah. reading list, which is some of the books that I just talked about. There was some of the style literature. Mm-hmm. Okay, then this leads the detectives to a man named John Doe. Here we go. Yeah. Whose apartment they they visit soon after. Doe his face hidden. Well, this is yeah, you don't know it's Doe at this point. His face head and sees them as he comes home, pulls out a gun, and begins shooting. Um at
2: the end of the corridor, and it's it's quite a far shot, that you, you can't you can't see who it is at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then there's um, an incident and there's a chase, there's your classic, your classic, yeah. and you can't have a thriller, crime, serial killer movie yes. without the classic police chase. Yes. this is the
0: now, that could be and it's very noir it's very the weird market john doe's hat and his coat in the rain I should say down to
2: the flying, the flowing jackets the whole 9 year Flying jackets
0: everything. the whole whipping of the gun you hear the whip yeah. sound that sort of thing
2: yeah. very dark
0: Matt dark man the <laughs> point, no, down, down, the, down the fire ladders, down the fire yeah. escape
2: ladders. yeah it's all
0: very yeah but really well oh. done it was very realistic it looked painful well it looked painful to actually shoot as well
2: yeah, well, didn't Brad Pitt actually yeah. legitimately
3: injure
0: himself? Yeah, when he hits the windshield of the car, yeah, yeah and so he, uh, his arm was in an actual cast for the rest of it, yeah. uh, Fincher was like, cool, and Brad Pitt was like, yeah, cool, and just carried on. Um yeah. Fincher and Brad Pitt, both very good friends before this as well, they're both kind of bags with each other as well, they were play fights on set and that sort of thing, if you could imagine that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, whilst, uh, whilst um, Morgan Freeman was just looking, going, "Ah, children," <laughs> shaking his head in a avuncular manner.
2: Um, my life, Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it does get it does get into that point, and it is classic neo noir chase done very well. The sound at this point is important to point out because the sound is extreme throughout this chase scene. Yes,
2: and the, and the torrential rain too. Like That's, it is not yeah. just. It's not just raining, like it is pounding rain. Like it's it, pounding rain.
0: It, you it, you it hear
3: rain.
0: The, the other um, tenants of the tenant shouting at them, swearing at them, calling them every curse word, horrible thing under the sun. Yep. Dogs are barking. People are screaming. All of the jumps down onto roof yep. corrugated tin iron, whatever, it's loud as fuck. Yep. You know, listening to it sort of through headphones is intense at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because um, that, that just adds to the fact that this city is horrible mm-hmm. to be in. At Mm any point of time, even we're trying to relax around a dinner table and a simulated earthquake starts happening.
2: (laughs) Everything's shit.
3: Yeah.
0: Everything is shit. Like, don't have a child here. Abort the child. (laughs) That's said by the best guy in this movie. The good guy of this movie. (laughs) That's how horrible this goddamn city is.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, now keeps him subdued at gunpoint, but after a short chase, Doe hits Mills with a tire iron and iron keeps him at gunpoint, but lets him live and suddenly flee. Uh And suddenly flees because Somerset also arrives at the scene as well, and you do yeah, that, see that, Mills. Um,
2: that becomes quite a like an important little point there. You don't sort of know it at the time, but that becomes a bit of a a turning, not a yeah, a turning point, I suppose, towards the end. That becomes that whole you know, having a gun up to his head and then leaves. Yes. And, and yes. that, yeah, that becomes a bit of a pivotal focus later in their conversations. At the power play, another, another yeah. point
0: of power play,
3: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, now Mills wants to force their way into Doe's apartment, believing that they have probable cause because Doe shot them. tries to talk him down, saying that the method they used to find Doe's apartment was illegal, and that Doe, Doe would walk if they caught him. Yeah, which is 100 true yeah. um now but here is we're talking about how things build up to the end there as well this is a nice little foreshadowing of the end as well because mills pretends that yes you'll t- pretend that oh yes you're making sense i won't i won't i'll calm down
3: yeah, I'm good, I'm then, fine. yeah
0: yeah 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 and you see how he is just run by pure emotion yeah point,
3: and you can yeah.
0: see
2: with some it too the wanting to do things correctly you know yeah, do yeah. things the right way you know that yeah. that a focus to yeah. detail the to detail having to do things the yeah, way true. it's meant to be done you very know good. that yeah. stick to the line yeah, yeah very very much. good
0: yeah yeah um anyway someone sort of kicks the doors that the door down and says, well there's no point arguing anymore yeah. <laughs> and then some been pointing at him like a naughty child stupid you stupid yeah. stupid, stupid child <laughs> they their relationships great. This is probably yeah. in terms of buddy cop relationships in the film. This is probably my favorite. And
3: then you have
2: like that moment too of Somerset watching on as Mills is like coaching this random but homeless but possibly homeless woman that he's given some money to to like give some kind of statement to the police that would allow them to be entering this property and Somerset just being like, What what the fuck, man? And he's just like, Yeah, you know, come on, yeah, that's what you saw, isn't it? isn't it yeah, yeah. you know that whole building of the uh, historian now you know, but, like, um, like the, parent, the parent with the naughty child kind of thing of them going off and doing their own thing you know misbehaving the, it would be
0: absolutely but the ambiguous morality remains between and within both of them as well because mill says to the random homeless person the informed uh the um, Whatever, uh, that go and eat, make sure you eat. Yeah. So you see yeah. his heart coming out. Um, yeah. But also you see the contradiction, the hypocritical nature of Somerset, because that's just exactly what Somerset did with the library list. Yeah. That's not legal. That's, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. 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 Somerset
0: really can't say shit either. That you're not, yeah. you're not, you know, you're not perfect either. Yeah. 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 Which is what I like about this as well, which is why when Joe Do, John Doe does come into play, yeah. That yeah. the way he orchestrates his monologue, which we'll get to, it's just like, well, this is just genius. This has just been weaved up to this point, um, layers upon layers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, probable cause, in goes the door, they both go in, they search the apartment. After bribing, residents claim she had called the detectives about Doe. Now they find notebooks of his thoughts, trophies of the crimes, and pictures of Mills fighting off Doe. This is where they realise that they almost had them with the annoying paparazzi photographer in the staircase earlier on. Um, So, yes, Mills just gets even angrier at that. Um, What I wanted to point out here is just a little bit of humour, basically, a little bit of 90s compared to now. Um, could you imagine John Doe if he'd had a live journal online or be or had read it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fucking
0: because he has oh. hundreds and hundreds of books,
3: <laughs> <spheres laughs> yeah,
0: sent against society in a cathartic yeah. manner.
2: And of, not this. just journals, all those journals with no dates and not in any particular yeah. order, yeah. just yeah. pages upon pages upon pages of just yeah. brain dump random stuff yeah, yeah. He, he would be a member
0: a member of parlor if you know what parlor is the right yeah. <laughs> he would definitely have jumped on getter g-e-t-t-r which is the mega twitter yeah. that's just come out he would be all over that
3: <laughs> millions
0: of followers <laughs> yeah. okay I, I just thought that was funny uh, <laughs> but anyway um john doe oh yeah john doe calls the apartment and congratulates the detectives on finding them apologize for hitting mills um and also telling the young detective that he admires him greatly mind games increase their actions he says have caused him to change his plans though
2: that sort of leads into a bit of that foreshadowing there too where he that's where he first starts, you know that real focusing on mills too is like the the admiration aspect no, that comes into it later as well, sort of near the end. That becomes that that focus, and that's sort of your
3: first, okay.
2: yeah, real. Yeah,
3: I'm
2: with you, of, You know, starting to point directly at Mills
0: because he's you. talking I'm to
3: him you. on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you. Uh, but the- uh, their actions, he says, of course, in two changes. hangs up. They also find a photo of a young woman, a prostitute, Kat Mueller. That's the actress, actress, right? Sorry, who they believe may be the next victim. A receipt uh, leads them to a SNM leather shop where Doe places an order for a no, sexual no. device. The girl was soon found dead in a room with lust written on the door. My goodness, we're up to lust now. Um, lust is pretty
2: fucking brutal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is pure 90s brutality, this part. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. if this would be allowed today. <laughs> yeah. Keeping in yeah, mind.
2: Um, yeah, it, it's a very, it's very brutal. And I mean, and you think that sloth is brutal. Like up until that point, you're like, fucking hell, can it get worse than sloth? And then you come to lust and you're like, that's...
0: Yeah.
2: It, it's competing. It's competing for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, now, what i want to point out though is like um, the genius of the last setup is the fact that you don't see any blood you no. don't see any actual sexual assault you don't see
2: anything you don't you really don't see, see much of anything at all it's the only thing you see is the at the leather shop is the photo and you the can device. Yes. yeah and you can sort of come to your own conclusions
0: and then they go into the the basement bedroom and then there's the guy with the device strapped onto him. I mean, see,
3: get it off,
0: And the corner of the room, very blurred, very out of focus, you see the dead girl.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: but then you see his reaction. Yeah. And just those simple elements make you go, Jesus Christ. It was <laughs> one yeah. of the most shocking scenes, things yeah. I have ever witnessed. Yeah. That
2: guy, the yeah, that guy, the the interview with him, you know, when um, I think it's that Somerset who interviews him, isn't it? Afterwards, because they said, yes. you know, get him out of here. Um, that's that's quite harrowing to watch, and it, it, it's and it's one of those like you said, you don't really see what has happened, but it's a brilliant sort of example of letting the viewers' imagination fill in yeah. the gap, and sometimes yeah. you know that's you know what you come up with and concoct in your in your brain. You know you don't you don't need to yes. have it explicitly in front of you you know yeah. that's that's enough and then watching him being interviewed and yeah. you know the just the, st- the fact that he can't even talk properly you know he's stuttering he's stammering he's hyperventilating he's yeah. clearly very distressed um and it's quite it is it's quite harrowing and then to think about what's happened it's yeah it's 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 a lot it is a lot
0: Think about all of these scenes, these murder art scenes uh perpetrated, conducted, presented by John Doe. That's pretty much how all of it is shown to us. We don't see the actual acts, we see the no. aftermath, we see the tableau, the presentation, the art pieces, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all done through suggestion, through omission. So within the gutter of our mind to use the comic terminology. With graphic novels where you see someone coming up to chop someone with an axe, mm-hmm. and then you um see the body in the next tile Well, then you might have ah going across but within those tiles within the gutter of the wine is where the murder happens
2: there's a there seems yeah. to be a deliberate choice too that everything the movie is very much it's set through the eyes of the police it's set through the eyes of the detective and that stays true yeah. with the crime That's things true. you don't see the crimes yeah. you only see them as the detectives yeah. would see them as they as they appear. Um
0: now, Zoe, I don't know how you feel usually about crime procedural or investigative, investigative movies. You may be more of a more fan than me. Are you a fan of these things normally?
2: Of what crime? What sorry? What was that? The, investigative
0: crime procedural dramas.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm. I'm yeah picky, but I do, yeah, no, I do, and i probably more picky now than I was, like, I would probably sure. back when I was a teenager, I would watch all of that shit.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I'm not now, and I certainly wasn't back then, but this is David Fincher again, who can turn some all of the details of procedural crime drama mm-hmm. and turn it into thriller come horror come neo-noir, you know what I mean? This is part of his genius, his ability, yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, lust is up there. I'm, I'm I will decide if it's not my number one, but because of those details that I just clarified and justified my liking of yeah, <laughs> this setup. Lust is amazing. Lust is brilliantly done.
2: Yeah. yeah. Lust is very well done. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And shout out to Leland Wasser, who was the visibly shaken man in the room with the device strapped to him.
2: I think he did a brilliant job. He was very, yeah. very believable and very, yeah, yeah very much.
0: And also the owner of the sex place, uh, yep. who's called Wild, uh, who was called Wild Billy, that's the name of the character by Martin <laughs> Serene. Okay.
3: Um, oh, of course the
2: receipt, you can see it on the receipt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Thank you. I didn't yeah, yeah. spot there. Thank you. Can okay, give no clue to the physical aspect. Or the briefcase John Doe used as every customer used to carry special clothes of equipment into the place. He says himself, oh, I've made freakier than this. There's just another yeah. addition to how bad this city is. This is an even yeah. worse thing this sex dungeon guy has made yeah. for his customers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and um, I
2: think, teases, like I just assumed he was, you know, one of those performance artists too, like yeah, drinks or on stage or something, you
0: know. Yeah, that's and right. That's why that's it's right. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've heard of Gigi Allen, haven't you? Come on, relax. <laughs> <That's
3: right. laughs> just another day, mate.
0: What? Um, and then it's, I'm not sure if it's Somerset or Mills. I think it's Mills who asked me, "Do um, do you enjoy your work?" And it just looks like no. <laughs> it's like, no, that's
2: life, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're not meant yeah. to enjoy your work. What do
0: you mean? Yeah, yeah, went through the reflection on the police work. So, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The city sucks. Good, God. Yeah. The next morning, a model, Heidi Shands, is found dead with pride written on the crime scene. Her nose has been cut off to spite her face. Again, the biblical mm-hmm. reference upon which Doe gives her the choice of suicide by sleeping pills or calling for help. And living scarred. Yes, I was going to get that. Yeah, call it for help, call living scarred. Uh, bu- bu- bu, give me a moment. She chooses the former and swallowed the pills. Yeah. So she's given and the, the choice, having,
2: and not even just a choice, like the idea of having them glued to her hands as well as yeah,
3: is,
0: yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. So that's a, yeah the point I was trying to make that. Um, this is why John Doe chose her as a victim, Is because she would rather kill herself than live scarred being the model. I think, it's
2: interesting. Con- I think it's interesting specific. too with the choice that he gave her to, to either call for help and live disfigured or to kill herself. But he very, it's quite clear, like the the option to kill herself is via the, the sleeping pills, um, which is a way to not um, scar her further so that his work stays as his own work without her interfering with it in any way. No, because there are other ways, there are other options, there are other means that he could have given her for, you know, to kill herself, but he, I think, I don't know if it was a specific choice to give her an option where um, his handiwork stayed as the main, the main focus. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you.
0: I'm not sure because nowadays this water, Nowadays she could be fixed up. This is 1995 oh, yeah. level of uh, plastic surgery or right, facial yeah. reconstruction. Yeah. 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 Um, so that so that has to be remembered for those listening now who haven't seen. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This is one of the. This isn't in competition for the best. Uh, no. Sincere. No. I don't think so. No
2: i just cause i mean i just looking at it you know he could have he could have put a gun in her hand you yeah. know but then that would have interfered with the yeah. his handiwork you know essentially
0: he, he would have had to be damn sure that this is the choice he was, that uh she was going yeah. to make uh yeah. he's not jigsaw at this moment with sore no. yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying yeah
2: and this again is probably that would maybe indicate a lot of very meticulous research and having yeah. to maybe even having some kind of um, personal information or relationship or something yeah. with her to be that certain that yeah. someone's going to make that choice.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Good. Well, was yeah. it a choice? I mean, who knows? Who I don't know? Yeah, you don't
0: know. Yeah. You, don't,
2: you know. don't actually
3: know.
0: Because she's put into the sequence to get to the final act, the great yeah. climax of his, yeah, yeah. his show, John Doe's show. Okay, she uh, chose the foremost one of the pills. As the detectives return to the police headquarters, John Doe walks up to them His hands bleeding. Okay, okay, let's to rush too far into because this this is
2: amazing. This is amazing. And this, this is yeah, this is beautiful. Like him stepping out of the taxi, and again, this is like all from that particular point of view. Like stepping out of the taxi and just walking in, and all fucking hell breaks loose.
0: let's just get to the moment and then we'll break it down as the detectives return to the police headquarters john doe walks up to them he's gotten out of a taxi you don't see him yet Uh, you see his bloody fingers yeah
3: um
0: you don't know that he's cut his fingernails off fingernails uh his fingerprints off yet um but you're thinking who the hell is this guy this Has to be John Doe. What the hell is he gonna to do? be
2: covered in blood, benches uh, on his fingers like it's yeah, yeah.
0: What's he already up to? Uh, what's he about to do? Uh, and he walks into the precinct. Uh, Mills and Somerset are going up to the stairs and he yells out, Detectives, yeah. And he pretty much near whispers, You're looking for me. And, and there you see, oh my god, what the f. Kevin Spacey is John Doe. (laughs) Kevin Spacey is in this film. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then uh, Somerset comes down with his gun. All the detectives and all the police officers realize what the hell is happening and who's standing in the middle of the precinct. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he has to get down on the ground, handcuffs. But before that happens, I'm not sure if it's Somerset or Mills that he says softly in that spooky ass Kevin Spacey way I know you.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's
0: that is Mills. Yeah. That's okay. Mil. Which makes sense for the phone call as you were talking yes. about in yes. the
3: apartment. And, and, and bearing in
2: mind that what is going to happen has already happened in some way. Yes. yes. And it's another sort of point at him specifically, you know, that yeah.
0: Very good. Yeah. yeah, very good. Very good. Yes, you've got a good forensic mind for this type of investigative mind, detective mind, and so for this type of film, this type of plot, absolutely. Now, saying that, uh, we are 7.41. Shall we take a break?
1: Here's a message from the devil here playing right. around. Here's a message to the fuck where you've been keeping right we will kill you. Bodies out, moving the dirt There's people gonna die, man seen as absurd
0: So when we last left uh we last left you there listeners viewers that uh John Doe invited to the police precinct and he said that you are looking for me and that I know you two Mills now he talks to his lawyer this is John and it, because he says he wants to speak to his lawyer as so well that's the last thing he's on, he the, floor. The, um, that's
2: the, on only the floor it's the only other thing he says is that's I the, want uh, to talk yeah. to my lawyer now. Yeah. Yes.
0: He, um, so he talks to the lawyer, and you see the band aids wrapped around his fingers because he's cut off his fingerprints. They've done this the whole time. That's why they weren't able to trace him, unless, well, mostly, mostly, unless he wanted to be found or yeah. information. And to they, do they mention
2: yeah. they do mention too that he had been doing that for a, a very long time. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, and then when
2: you there. look at like cloth, if that's taken like a year, you've got to wonder how long he's potentially been doing that for. It's quite disturbing. It's
0: so yeah, it's disturbing. Um, yeah. And then, all right, all right, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this now, so it doesn't sully the rest of the the ending here. It's Kevin. It's Kevin Spacey. It's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. Now, okay, 1995. It's Kevin Spacey. He Was like awesome. One of the best actors there is. This is the perfect guy to pr- bring out at this point of time yeah and for those who haven't seen this movie but know of kevin spacey in 2022 <laughs> all, yeah all i'll say all i'll say what re-watching this film in 2022 and adds a whole nother sinister oh. layer <laughs> to john
3: absolutely
0: oh yeah. my fucking god it is frightening watching kevin spacey play this do this performance yeah play out this character i
2: think it i think it was an incredibly smart choice to not credit him on any of the advertising material because i think um it, w- it would have been immediately obvious if you had this movie with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Spacey, and you've got fucking Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman running around doing their detective thing. You know Kevin Spacey's going to be the guy. You know he's going to be John Doe. You know that from the get go. And I think um, keeping him yeah. keeping his name out of it was a really smart, like really smart move.
0: Especially how it's structured as well, because this is 20 minutes to go. But like, what is the yeah. running time of this film? Is it hour 42 hours? Mm-hmm.
2: It's just, I think it's two hours, 10 minutes,
0: something like that. Yeah, 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 And so there's 20 yeah. minutes to go. It's like, well, of course it's Kevin Space. He's got to show up some point. So he is John Doe. Exactly. Um, this film, you could only do this in 1995. Once the internet oh, came out, no. no of course. they would need to
2: get away
0: with it now. No. And also, you've got to remember the fact he just played Kaiser Sose. Oh, he's, he's going to do another Kaiser Sose thing. He hasn't shown up already. He's Kaiser Sose. He's John Doe. Yeah. Yeah. um ah uh, the 90s, which what you what you can get away with um Kevin Costner, but uh Kevin Spacey realized that he couldn't get away with uh it in the end time
2: time want to catch up
0: yeah we'll catch up with you and that's enough on that just wanted to point out that the whole sinister layout and the rewatching watching it's of this not, it's
2: film. pointing out those was
0: supplied yeah yeah okay um uh, right so Lawyer agrees that if uh, he talks to his lawyer and agrees that if he can take Somerset and mills to two more bodies, there are two more bodies left, he will confess to all of the murders. Doe's lawyer also warns that if Somerset and mills don't agree, Doe will plead insanity, he'll walk. Um uh, and the last two bit well, he won't walk, but he'll be No, he won't walk, be- but he
2: can either it would be he wouldn't he wouldn't be looking at like the death penalty or um, you know, you're, you're looking at a not even a reduced sentence, but uh Hospitalization, or you know, a yeah. like board psych hospital kind of thing. You know, he's not going, they're, they're not going to get the result that they want, which is him doing hard, hard time.
0: Yeah, yes, a far too comfy institution, institutionalization yeah. that he uh, deserves. Yes, uh <laughs> so wards of Somerset don't agree. Yes, we'll clear the sanity, and the last two victims may never be found. Wanting a confession because he says he will give a full confession if Mills and Somerset play ball other uh, detectives agree Somerset and Mills both have microphones taped to the chest they make the joke uh in the uh, bathroom about shaving off a nipple like it works there's, there's,
2: there's a whole iconic chest shaving scene which is like scene. a strange yeah. moment of of like levity in this very intense sort of you know it's kind of becoming quite a there, there's tension there's a lot of a lot of tension about these other two bodies how that whole yep. and then you've got the strange light sort of Scene of shaving their chests and talking about, you know, get, we're getting workers comp for shaving off a nipple, and it's yeah, that's um an interesting yeah. little little insertion there.
0: The very nineties moment as well, because uh, yeah, we uh, won't go into details, of course. It was in the nineties. We know Mills is uh, homophobic, phobic slurs, you know. Yeah. He calls Dante at one point. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got to point out, he calls the Marquis de Sade the Marquise Chardet. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's right.
0: Can't forget that. Um, and this, so basically that chest shaving, yes, it basically cements their bond before they go into the cave to kill the final monster together, yeah. you know, a conjoined hero's journey here, mm-hmm. but it's also a little homo, uh, 90s, uh, 90s homo erotic moment. Just two,
3: <laughs> just
2: two, just two, you know, work colleagues shaving their chests together, you know, yeah. it's fine, everything's
3: fine.
0: Has to be said, has to be said. Yeah. Okay, yes, now things are going to get more serious and grisly though here. Okay, now Chester so the rest of the task force can monitor the conversation with Dosa. So they can wear a wire. We all know the story there. We've all seen these movies. During the prep Mills tries to tell Somerset about a concern he has with Tracy uh, but can't bring himself to fully talk, to talk fully about it. Oh was that at that moment once? Huh. I can't.
2: I don't remember that moment. I'm trying to think of that now. As that as they're getting in, as they're leaving,
0: Jack. That's the end of the shaving scene. Like Mills does go to tell Somerset something. He says, "Don't worry about it." Somerset he does. Goes, yeah. Yeah,
2: he does. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He does.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I never picked up
2: on that. And like an unanswered.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I never picked up on that. Okay. As the three travel to the desert, this is Mills, Somerset, John Dolan, and back. Of the yeah. police car, handcuffs around um, wrists, ankles, you know, police cars. The got whole, them.
2: the whole, the whole shackle yeah. situation.
0: He can't get to them physically. Do, no. John Doe cannot get to them physically, yeah. Um, I was, uh, as they travel, there's the three travel to the desert outskirts of the city in a car. They are trailed by a police helicopter for security. Mm-hmm. So you've got decks up in the sky. <laughs>
3: And you
2: also see John Doe in the back seat and you only see him like through the grate as well. That's always yes. that's quite a thing is you only really see him through the grate. There's no sort of yeah. That is true, that is true. Yeah,
0: Actually you, you don't, the no. no. there's no side shots or that, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. keeping
2: keeping that same point of view from the view of the detectives. It's that how they would be viewing him through through their grate. Very good
0: point. Well pointed out. Um, Doe explains his rationale behind the murders as a way of showing people the truly evil nature of the world, as well but as this his sort of his
2: monologue that he goes
0: on. Yeah, as his desire yeah. to punish the wicked. Um, he goes on to say he will be remembered and admired for what he has done, having been chosen to do so. So this is big evil villain speech as well, you know, and it's very classic, yeah. and it's just one of the best examples of it ever done cinematic history, I think. Like Kevin Spacey in the back That's of the cool, car. Yeah. yeah, I think it's brilliant, because uh, the modulation like he is calm but he is frightening. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he modulates his voice slightly, but when it does, it's not incredibly effective. You know, when um I forget who says do you like um, uh, murdering innocent people. He goes innocent, and he has a little it bit him. A of a high.
2: And so again, like the majority, almost. Of, I think almost all of that conversation is between Mills and John Doe. Like Somerset doesn't really come into it. There's there's shots yeah, of him like looking in the rear view mirror yeah, and things yeah. like that. And he's obviously paying attention. I think he speaks maybe once, maybe twice. Yeah, he's pretty reacting pretty with his thoughts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Somerset which you now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Which
2: yeah, you can um, see in
0: his eyes where the shots to it's Somerset's eyes are yeah. 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 Uh, because Mills is the hothead, and Somerset knows from the get that he can get to him, definitely. But he also knows Somerset is listening, though, as well. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, okay. Uh, but, but, but he goes on to say he will be remembered in my forty has done, having been chance to do so do so. As Doe speaks, the disgusted Mills is driven to rage and screams at Doe while Somerset remains calm, but plainly worried yes somerset is you know he is
2: worried this, about mills here this is where too this is that when he's screaming at him this is the part where doe john doe um points out to mills that he is alive because he allowed him to live you know yes. for the rest of the life and he says to him you know um that you'll remember you'll remember this for the rest of your life the life that i allowed you to live and you know i think that's that's where and obviously pushing that button in Mills, but also driving home the point that he he is the one who has the power, who has the control, who chose to give him life. And you're only yeah. alive because I let that happen. I made that choice um, yeah. because I'm, I'm in charge here.
0: So, um, with, so, with, so for when Thin number seven can be executed, Mills yeah. is primed. He is emotionally, yeah. mentally primed. Yeah. 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 And it's diabolical. <laughs> it yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn diabolical. Um, now, once they reach the outskirts, and as I pointed out before, this is on the outskirts of California. So it's outside the hellscape of the city, which is the character to itself, which I pointed out in the detail how that is. So, um, but it's sunny, and it's not just sunny, it's blinding it's light. Desert.
2: Yeah, blinding sunlight, And yeah. everything, it's not even just bright light. Everything, you can tell, yeah. everything is dry. It's arid. It's, it's yeah. very... Um, yeah, it's everything that the extreme light and bright and heat it is, it's, yeah.
0: You know about like Plato's cave and then there's the meridian, which is the noon, which is the high noon of reason, where all knowledge and logic is given to the world and things become 100% rationally clear. I don't know if that's what Fincher was playing on, but given the fact this is Dante, Chaucer, Thomas Aquinas, etc., I don't know yeah. if that's the visual metaphor he was working because it is that,
2: that is entirely
0: possible. Um, you know what I mean, because it is such a symbolically represented,
2: yeah. representative flip, and it's such, yeah. it's such a stark tro- contrast to every other part of the film. There is no, yeah. Yeah. there is nothing even yeah. remotely similar to that throughout any part of the film. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's um, what I think it is. This is just, even if like a more simple metaphor. Um, we have, um, we have ways of making you talk, making you think, and making you act? Here's the shining light in your face. Yeah. You can't, there's no well, hiding got- in the dark, the dark anymore. Go yeah.
3: For it. Well, and you've
2: also got the contrast too between, like I said, it's not just because, you know, you could have bright light, you know, you can, bright light can mean a lot of things, but this is an arid, dry landscape and very much in stark contrast to the continual torrential rain that is happening through the rest of the film and in yeah. the city. Yeah. Um yeah, it it's as contrasted as you probably could That's get it, yeah. like, Absolutely. in Absolutely. terms of Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um okay, move on. Uh, Once they reach the outskirts, Doe directs them to a specific spot near some power cable towers. The detectives walk Doe out to an open spot. Doe is getting excited a little bit, and that's in the back of the seat, and that's where Somerset does actually speak and say, What are you getting excited about? Uh, It's almost time. It's almost time. Yeah creepy
3: mm-hmm.
0: little fuck that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is shuffling across the desert dax is up in the sky he's got a sniper yeah. rifle primed on him after a few minutes a van appears and summer stops at several hundred yards away of course all the okay. helicopters yeah, react blah 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 well,
2: and there's an, there's an interesting sort of part to that too because the particular spot that he has chosen i'm assuming it would be on purpose but they've got all the towers around like there's all those massive um uh what the power like power towers kind of and wires cables which pylons. means that have, pylons that's what i'm looking yeah. for um there's pylons everywhere which means that the helicopter is unable to land it can't really get close yeah. you know ex- extremely close they're having it to makes it difficult
0: makes it
3: difficult
2: yeah, yeah and it keeps it means that they're forced to be at a distance which means that he gets to have like that that intimate moment i suppose you would say with yeah you know yeah that's,
0: that's some actual good practical reasoning
2: there i think yeah I'm and it, it sort of yeah. makes sense that that he's chosen that sort yeah. of airing too mm.
0: Because we've already seen the hothead fucking that Dix is, <laughs> he just wants yeah. to shoot something, yeah, right. just wants to yeah. shoot something.
2: And I can imagine he wouldn't have wanted anyone else to ruin his moment, like, you know, I can imagine oh. trying to keep, you know, trying to keep um, helicopters and other, other members of the police force that out, out of that situation yes. would be a very much a, a big motive in choosing where this would happen.
0: Yeah, no, this is the grand, grand climax of the third art, and John Doe was yeah. theatrical as fuck. No one is rushing onto stage yeah. and spoiling this moment. Definitely
3: Absolutely not.
0: Because who knows how long, like at least a year beforehand planning this, at least. Yeah. yeah. Now, after a few moments of that appears and Somerset stops at several hundred yards away, leaving Mills behind covered dough, the driver, Richmond Arquette, don't know it's part of the family anyway. Claims someone paid him $500 to deliver a box to Mills at yeah. this place. At, at, at I can exactly, feel
3: the tension. At
0: exactly seven o'clock. Now, as Somerset opens the box, what's in the box? What's oh, in the box? What's, what's in, in the box? box. What's, what in the box?
3: The, what's in the box? The
0: biggest yeah. cinematic movie means of all gods time. i just, just I think even, yeah, you
2: could stop a stranger on the street and be like, what's in the yeah. box? and they would yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about. Yes,
0: yes. yes. Even if they haven't seen the film, yeah. I would wager. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. This moment, yeah, becomes cemented in cinema history. Um, this <laughs> place at exactly seven o'clock, as Somerset opens the box, he recoils in horror from what he sees inside. He races back to Mills and desperately think yells. Think
2: yeah, huh? This is, I just think this is done really particularly well too. It, it really re-emphasizes Somerset's personality and his, you know, wanting to do things the right way, yes. and just his yes. reaction—he doesn't lose control. He never loses yeah, no. control. He doesn't freak out externally. He just knows. It's yeah, a little, he little bit,
0: to. but he's quickly back on. He
2: run, and, yeah. he's quick, and he knows his first thought is to get the gun off Mills immediately. He's like, "That yeah, is, you must. know, Can straight he, away, straight away." He knows what he has to do, and it's very. Cause, it's cause well I'm not done. sure
0: if he's um, on the walkie-talkie or is shouting at Mills. At some point, he does go. Doe has the upper hand. John Doe has the upper hand.
2: I think he's yeah. talking into the microphone to the helicopters because that's when they're saying you have to find us somewhere to land. You need to find us somewhere to that's land, it. and like, can't. can't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah. as you pointed out, they can't because it's set up, but not quickly. But not quick enough, anyway. Yeah. No,
2: and um, not at any, not at any reasonably close distance either. Like they could, yes. but it's going to mean yeah. a, you know, a, there's going yeah. to be a distance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, as he races back to mills and desperately yells for him to throw his gun away doe states to mills that he admires mill's life yeah, yeah. Which you've been talking about to the point of being envious this is envy
2: and this is yes. where it starts to click about what's going on and this is when you know because you you know there's been the five sins and this is when you start thinking well hold yeah hold yes. on a minute you've got yeah. envy and and wrath left and how is yes. yeah
0: yeah. Um now envious of his wife and the love that they share. Uh yeah. Now and also his yeah, life as well. You
2: know, what's in the box? That's when that starts right yeah. here.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's the simple life that Mills share uh Mills lives as well. well inverted quotation marks simple life as well.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he goes further saying he visited Mills' home and that he tried to play husband. So that's what I'm talking about. So life well. life, yeah. The nuclear family, if you will, uh, with Did Tracy that off? day, but it didn't work out. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> and he took a souvenir, a souvenir instead. Mm-hmm. Now, Envy, jealous of Mills' simpler life. There you go. He also reveals to Mills that Tracy was pregnant. Yes, and then she begged to be kept alive for the child's sake. Now, this is my favourite moment in the whole damn film. Favourite bit, favourite delivery of dialogue, anyway, is when um, that uh, because he is going, "What's in the box? What's in the box?" He's already told you. He's already told you. Yeah, um, I think maybe don't jump ahead. Let's stay where we're at. Um,
2: no, no that's, th- no, that's where we're at. That's yeah. That's pretty spot yep. on.
0: Okay. And then he says, uh, when Mills finds out that Tracy was pregnant and then Doe finds out that Mills didn't know.
2: Yes. Cause he and said the, and he looks at Somerset and says okay, he didn't yeah. Know. Yeah. Do you
0: remember that little oh almost little miniature little yeah, orgasm looking, of like, pleasure? Oh, just, yeah, that's great. Oh oh wow. yeah. is just made an evil i'm an am a yeah. genius <laughs> it was it's so and
3: smug
2: it's is what it is it's that smug oh. self-satisfaction yeah
0: and and then you see kevin spacey delivering that line of dialogue what you know about that man at that moment as well it's just like this is this is evil i am watching the uh, conveyance of this evil soul in this moment of acting of of screen (laughs) production yeah Mm -hmm. it's a sinful film on many levels yeah okay um but, 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 but he also reveals to Mills that Tracy was pregnant and that she meant to be kept alive for the child's sake. Mills, despite the pleading of Somerset, is also devastated by his wife's death and knowledge that she was pregnant. Uh, now, he doesn't quite... And then it goes, then Doe goes, uh, basically at this stage, Mills knows what's in the box. Somerset mm-hmm. certainly knows what's in the box. And then Doe is saying to Mills, come on, become Wrath. I need number seven to be played out. I need to finish my master. He
2: needs to become so, camera. Yeah.
0: The final work.
2: So fucking well done.
0: Yeah. Um, now, what's really done well done is uh, Brad Pitt's moment here as well. I will give it to him because you've seen the build up, you've seen with yeah. the struggle to knock on the door or not. Uh-huh. you know what i mean you see as you pointed out being played by mills doe uh, the whole time on the phone etc how mills runs by emotion he's a really good guy he is probably the goodest guy of them all in this movie but he yeah. th- thinks with his heart and becomes clouded and sees red yeah um red to the point of becoming wrath beautiful little moment where you see gwyneth Paltrow. Haltrow's Tracy's face, something yeah. a little flick, yeah, for the frame.
3: Very, yeah, very quick, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then bang, he becomes Red and he shoots Dill in the head. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So apparently it was meant to be Somerset who was going to There we go. Yeah, we can go into Bundo. this
0: different.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well what just that's his way. And then and it was Brad Pitt who was like, no, because if if so, you know, someone of that, someone of Mills's character of his personality, you know. It, someone murdered his wife like that he's not going to let someone else take that that moment that you know that from him you know that's well, which i that I think is pretty i think that's pretty true i don't I think i don't think it would have been as believable i wouldn't have bought into it as much if somerset had shot him i think it had to be it had to be mill
0: um it was also there was the original test screening and then was also Mill shoots john doe the and they had this instant blackout that's it oh yeah that's the original what fincher wanted and he's still angry to this day that didn't happen so is brad pitt
2: oh i think i think that would have been really effective i would have liked that
0: yeah um, i I
2: I don't know i think the bit afterwards i mean it's fine but it's a bit it's a little bit superfluous i mean you don't there's nothing else is really it it just i suppose it ties up in a neat little bow but it's not necessary to the whole
0: It's very studio ending to a movie to tie yeah. it up in a boat. It gives some sort yeah. of resolution. just viewers, if you're listeners, if you haven't seen it, what happens? Uh, John Doe just stumble. Sorry, John Doe. Mills stumbles away in a bit of a daze, yeah, but he's eventually yeah. put to the back of the car. And um, um I
2: don't think and, even uh, see that happening. It kind of fades or cuts out and it just comes back and he's in the back yeah, of the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah. And then is in um Somerset, he's back at the office, yeah. And yeah. then is it um chief police says uh police chief <laughs> says are you gonna stick around? What, what are you gonna do now? I'll be around, something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Then there's around. the but the big ending is how they want it to the ending the, the studio decided upon, um, which is New Line Cinema. Want uh, so the Ernest Hemingway quote.
2: Oh right, of course.
0: Yeah, it's Hemingway, uh what is it? this Here we are. The world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second yeah that's by somerset yeah and then it it's faded black over the, the dark sky of the city
3: yeah
0: stars etc
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, now i liked the original ending uh but they did fuck it up a little yeah. because for the test no, reading doge mill shoots doe in the head and then they turn the lights on straight away rather than letting oh. just sit in blackness sit in that moment yeah um, i thought
3: yeah yeah
0: because, could you imagine seeing that film the first time in the cinema, the theatre, and then and, and then bang lights, what? <laughs> and it would, only,
2: it would only need to be a few seconds, like, it would only need to That's just all. be that, and that would that would do it really well, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and people would be taken. the you wouldn't be able to hear a pin drop, no one yeah. would oh, be yeah. holding oh. their breath for that moment, yeah. Absolutely. And also, it was New Line Cinema, which was, it wasn't huge, but it was big enough at this stage. Um, and also you have big stars, that's a lot of money behind this, the powers that be said, no, we can't have it that dark, yeah, you've got to have some sort of resolution. I don't think it's a bad resolution, especially because
3: no, it's no, it's I agree with the second
0: part, yeah? yeah, so it's still ambiguous morality, which has been played with the whole time, which I talked about between yeah. Somerset and Mills and John Doe in the middle, yeah, um, but yeah, it's a fantastic fucking film. Thank yeah. you for going hey. through it with me, yeah.
2: Oh, you're welcome. It was great.
0: Yeah, that's really, really good. If you haven't seen it, like, I mean, like we've only just touched on the surface, even if you know yeah. the plot now, just go check it out the way it's shot, the production design, the layers to this whole shit. If you like Netflix, true crime documentaries, etc., Go back and have a look, you know, to the origins or oh, the 90s of this absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. It's annoying.
3: It's an
2: absolute classic.
0: It's an absolute classic. An absolutely. Absolute. Yeah. And the way movies used to be made, they can't be made today as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Let's rate it. At a seven, the Fleur de Marles, Flowers of Evil, what do you rate David Finch's seven? Z.
3: Mm
2: i'm going to go with five and a half because i can't decide between five and so i'm going with five and a half
0: and ask why the five and a half what makes the five and a half not a six not a seven etc
2: no i don't think i'd go with the seven because it's not there are too many like i think there are some I there are still some things i have, I have questions about there's, your tip, there's always the standard loopholes little things little things you know it's not perfect it's never going to be perfect
0: um
2: i just think it's it's incredibly well done it's incredibly well shot but even for someone like me who is not a huge movie aficionado who doesn't know all the you know the ins and outs and all the it's it's still really spectacular to watch it's it's oh i just think it's great and like it's a classic it's a classic you got 90s brad pitt you've got morgan freeman you've got kevin Buck and spacey splattered in blood and cutting off hands um it's yeah it's artistic scales of the
0: soundtrack and the credits
2: exactly. yes Remember the credit That's, sequence yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, oh. even, yeah even the credits are unique it's um the twist like that kind of twist you know, you never, yeah. you, you couldn't, if anyone who had never seen that film before and was like, oh, I knew that would happen. You're you're full of shit. You didn't, yeah. nobody did. No, that no was no, you know, no, 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 um, no, one did,
0: no one
2: did, just. No yeah. um, I just think it's really fucking good. I don't have anything more eloquent to say than that, to be honest. I no, that's, mean,
0: that, that perfectly yeah. sums it up, that perfectly sums it up. In credit sequence, uh, David Fincher wanted credit sequences to be uh, designed, uh, produced, to, to make it look like a serial killer creation. Yeah. yeah and the stitching together of all the yeah. text and, and the, the fin- and books. you can
2: see the bandages on the fingertips yes bandages and bandages on on fingertips. Fingertips.
0: Yeah, so yeah. that's John Doe at the start putting it to yeah. know, one of his little books and stuff and they yeah. cost about like ten thousand dollars each or something crazy to produce those books yeah, really yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but there's David Finch of detail this is the guy who will take uh, a single take uh 90 times to get it right yeah 90 yeah I
2: would take one of those
0: boxes as a memento. To look like. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, 100%, yeah. Hundred um, percent, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's this is a time capsule film, but it's a wonderful time capsule film of the nineties of true crime of neo noir as well films that I actually loved back then and still do. Now, yeah. it's a very interesting um, example of how movies used to be made can't be made anymore, but also a turning point in 1995 mm-hmm. with things like Heat. Uh, with Rob De Niro, Al Pacino, and uh, the usual suspects. A certain modernization was created around this time, which mm-hmm. changed how films look. Yeah. Um, a certain production value was raised, and I'm about production values as well, all respect to the nostalgic gems of the past. Um, yeah, and the acting is great. The story is fucking incredible. As I said before, I will touch on Walker's eight millimeter in the future. Um, That's not the film I want you to come back next time with, though, I'm going to touch on
3: that in a (laughs) second. I will get
0: to my rating. Um, I did say I would give it a 7 out of 10 if it was a 10. Um, The one thing that pulls it back from a higher rating uh, is Gwyneth Paltrow's character. This is the one drawback, the one flaw of this movie. Um, Not a good female character, pretty much put in because they needed a female character, they needed a victim
2: yeah i think he was spot on with her too i don't think it was necessarily her i think she really didn't yeah. have a lot to do with and she it was really a, a very yeah. shallowly character yeah
0: yeah i mean that scene in the restaurant with somerset and tracy is my most disliked film that's the only scene i actually don't like in the whole damn film because mm-hmm. it's like this, isn't well this is not being well done this has not been well written and they, mean, don't know what at, I they mean, doing what they can the movie, do with the material after you
2: no, that's all right. The, the movie is already, it's what, two hours, 10 minutes, just over two hours, two hours and 10 minutes. Um, and you've got, you've got to look at it to where they didn't even really leave a lot of opportunity to put more of her in there. There wasn't, you know, there was so much else yeah. going on. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it kind of was something that needed, she did need to be fleshed out just a, a little bit more, just a little bit more.
0: I mean, I understand within a neo-noir world that type of character, but you need the femme fatale to balance it out yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of misrepresentation there. Um
3: yeah.
0: But as you say, um, he's had is as you say, no one's perfect, nothing's perfect, and Fincher has certainly had fantastic female characters in his later films. Uh, if you go and look at Helen and bottom Carter. In Fight Club, we look at Rooney Mara, Mara mm-hmm. and Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. She's kick yeah. ass, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, but that said, I'm going to give it a five out of seven. Flowers of it, yes. Cool. Um, but yeah, still that's high. That's this is. I will go back to this film many, many times and be watching. Yeah. watchability. I, I
2: know. it's not. It's not going to be my final watching for
0: sure. No, the watchability is huge.
3: This yeah, film.
0: definitely. Okay, now let's do a quick. Well, this is okay. So, Denise, as you know, the gimmick on my gimmick is Seven Deadly Sins. Does this film represent, demonstrate Seven Deadly Sins? Whatever film that we are looking at. Mm-hmm. It is called Seven, about Seven Deadly Sins. So we won't go into too much detail with this, but it has to be done for completionist's sake. Pride, is pride in this film, Z? Yeah. <laughs> is greed in this film? <laughs> let's stop, let's stop. There are all seven sins <laughs> of represented in this film. It's the whole damn gimmick of the movie.
2: They're even labelled for us. They're even, yes, labelled. They're even
0: labelled. Now, better question: What's your favourite sin? Sin oh. scene, Piece of murder art based on the seven deadly sins? In
2: I'm torn in two directions here, right? Because I want to, I, I want to acknowledge the the. I suppose the arty <laughs> sins, you know, the the ones that, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for those, the the um the way they're played out, the placement, the whole the whole yeah. bang of it all. Um in those, I think I think probably sloth is my favorite of those times it's a really hard call because lust is up there for me too like because that yeah that's a really a really hard sort of competition there but i think sloth purely because i think um that little jump scare was a real a moment the the reaction the the attention to the detail the samples you know the the hand the The whole story, like it was, you know, the photos, the fact that you found out that that whole situation dated back a year, you know, and you had like a years worth of photographs. It was a long haul, meticulous, like, full commitment piece.
0: And also, if I may Commitment. so if I may just quickly, commitment uh, from that actor as well, who we talked about, Leland Orsa, as preparation for his traumatic scene in in the interrogation room oh sorry this is with lust carry on I'll get to it
2: um I think overall though I think in the whole movie I'm gonna go out on a bit of a bit of left field here and say wrath I think That's just f- the,
3: favorite think or
2: the build I just think the build up oh. to it the unexpected it's the completely field I don't feel like it should be my favorite but there's just something about that moment that I'm oh, yeah. like just zipped everything up and it is
0: okay
2: yeah i just I understand and I think,
0: with i agree with yeah. you a hundred percent
2: on yeah. everything
0: that she'll say absolutely because yeah. that's the whole artistry of the entire movie yeah yeah it's like how,
2: said, like i'm, I'm yeah. torn in those two directions because to me there's yeah. a very clear difference between the first five and the last two like those they're, they're yes. two almost two separate you know yeah. separate parts yeah.
0: um yeah yeah am with, yeah. with you so you are correct there so what i think we have here is an agreement that lust sloth and wrath are the best three yeah i would
2: yeah. absolutely
0: yeah. i agree with that I agree and i think
2: that. gluttony is yeah. a very close runner up yeah
0: okay yeah. so if yeah. we have a mount rushmore i put gluttony on there there's our mount rushmore <laughs> who do you put in the george washington position
3: hmm. you
0: gotta decide
2: Oh, I don't
0: know. I'm going lost. you reckon because of the way it was set up, the way the shock was set up. Yeah. i'm um, showing very very little except certain elements to make you feel
2: and the aftermath nervous. the it's aftermath, it's the that, aftermath. See, that's something that's something too that I think that pushes gluttony down just that little bit as you've got with sloth and lust. You've got the element of aftermath with both of them. There's yeah. that little touch, and just that that aftermath really seals the the drama, the the grotesqueness of the whole situation in both well, situations. Might.
0: And with lust as preparation for his dramatic scene in the interrogation room leland Orsa mm. would breathe there was a, guy a gimmick strapped onto him and lust would uh breathe in and out rapidly so that his body would, uh would be overly saturated with oxygen giving him the ability to uh hyperventilate mm. um, and, um, and he also did not sleep for a few days to in order to achieve his characters uh disoriented look yeah so when method <laughs> no. Yeah. On it as well, and also the guy in shock, uh, as I said, he went down to 95 pounds. He actually lost weight, yeah, as well. To get to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually put some work in method work in as well. Um, yeah, this you know,
3: yeah,
0: you don't make movies like this anymore. No, that's why it's worth seeing definitely. So, you've gone five and a half out of seven, I've gone five out of seven, and we're mm. both agreeing. Uh, we don't have to put, put them in, there's no George Washington needed, uh, but I agree with you that it's uh, Lust is my number one though, I will say that, but Wrath, uh, Sloth and Gluttony are also strong contenders for that spot yeah. as well, yeah, uh, but it's all sort of marvellously played out, marvellous film, and um, uh, the last thing to say is thank you very much. Joining me here on my birthday, oh, catching up, fantastic,
2: doing one of the things I like to do and I just sorry? I just I have one I have one last thing that I have to to mention about this film because yeah. it bugged yeah, me. Please. It has bugged me. It continues yeah. to bug me. What happened to the dogs? I want to know what happened to the dogs.
0: Another um, shout out to the re, shout out to the rewatchables where I've got a bit of my information from as well. They asked the same question. What about the dogs?
2: Well, because I just want to know, and even in those, because there's a lot of quiet moments of, of Gwyneth Paltrow, Brad Pitt, you know, in bed together and that, you see the dogs in that one scene at the dinner party, that's the only time you see them in that whole film. What happened to the dogs? How did he get to her through the dogs? I, I just want to know. I need to know what happened to the dogs.
0: Yes, that is a question. That's fair enough. That's, if you have any ideas out there, <laughs> <laughs> let,
2: let, let me you know. know what happened to the dog. And, and, where, and where was Tracy's body? Is it at the house? Because if he didn't, if they decided not to go with him into the desert to find the two bodies, was he going to All right, detective, all
0: right, detective. Also, I,
2: need how, to, I need answers, yeah. I need answers to my questions. How is I there require, little blood,
0: how is there that little blood on the box, We've got a head. Surely the guy would have noticed that in the box. it's not wrapped up except with flaps.
2: I require <laughs> satisfaction. And that's, it. okay, I'm done. I've had my, I've had my, my rant, it's fine, I'm done.
0: Yes, um, if you do know, let myself know. Or well, the Rewatchables podcast, check that out because that's where I got quite a bit of info for this, though. A lot of help for my insights. Um, and also, so if you have any idea what happened to the dog or um Tracy's body, let me know at the Cinema Salon at, on Facebook and Instagram as well. I know you're not a social media person to any large degree there. Um, so do you want anyone to follow you at all? Or is there a charity or something totally that. Not
2: no i don't want anyone to
0: is there a charity you want to point <laughs> want to out to, again. <laughs> is there a charity you want to point out that online that you want people to uh, pull traffic towards you know
2: oh lord that's on the spot no and now i feel like I'm, an asshole <laughs> i should have thought
0: of that before so it's just a new gimmick for those oh, who are social media people um worries let me think um we were offline uh yeah if there is and i'll put it up on the show notes the episode notes as well yeah but thank you very much you, you killed it today it was fantastic it's
2: been Great. Um, thank you so much for having me it's been a lot of fun
0: i have one uh, one question just throwing it out there it's a request mm-hmm. um, now talking about we've talked about a classic film that we both liked how about next time we come back together on here in the Salon? We talk about a film from back in the day that we both shared, we were both saw together and absolutely loved, and that would be, be Rob the Zombies, The Devil's Rejects.
2: Oh, my God, I love that film. Yes, Damn, I'm yes, good. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah, definitely Devil's Rejects. Half a Thousand Corpses is good, but Devil's Rejects make that. Yeah. Devil's Rejects.
0: That's yeah. the one. That is the one. Absolutely fantastic. So, yes, follow us at uh, at the cinema. Uh, follow us at the cinema <laughs> online to figure out when that happens. To find out when that happens, and to keep in touch with when the next episode happens as well. Good things, good things coming. Blah blah blah. And I believe that is a wrap on David finch's Seven from nineteen ninety five. You were
3: about to Fight Club. I could see it.
0: <laughs> I was. <laughs> And uh, the doors of the cinema salon are now closed. Fade to black.
1: Life is a horror movie, it's just as the cinema. I'm stacking the copies and I'm putting sin in the cinema. Boo. Bad news, serving of slaughter. Death will take you. Life is a horror movie. Sin is the cinema. I'm stacking the copies and I'm putting the sin into Bear in the cinema. Bearing the bad news, serving of slaughter. Death will take you slow. Here's a message from the devil. He ain't Keeping around is a message to the fuck where you've been keeping around I will kill You Will cue of you Laying the bodies out moving the dirt There's people gonna die man seen as absurd